In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The Pharisees watched how Jesus went about exercising his ministry. They watched with disdain and finally said to his disciples, why does your teachers eat with tax collectors and sinners? Tax collectors and sinners. As far as the Pharisees was, were concerned, Jesus was eating and associating with the worst kind of scoundrel. The tax collector was no friend of the people of Israel. Although they were Jews themselves, they collected taxes for the Roman authorities. And worse than that, they often took more money than was due and put it in their own coffers. These people viewed them as, as much as they would a bunch of thieves. As far as they were concerned, tax collectors were the worst kind of sinners because they conspired against their own people for profit. They took what they wanted from the people and were in cahoots with the Roman oppressors. It's no wonder that the Pharisees were so astounded that Jesus would associate with such people. On the one hand, they would have loved to find a way to make Jesus stop his shenanigans. But on the other, the more he acted in such a manner, the more easily they would be able to convince those who would follow him that he couldn't really be a man of God. A godly man would never let himself be seen with the likes of that. But Jesus was not about maintaining the status quo. He didn't fear what others thought about who his friends and associates were. He wasn't concerned with legalistically adhering to the letter of the law. Jesus' ministry was radically different. Our Lord knew that when we break bread and join one another in fellowship, barriers can come down. Sinners were exactly the people Jesus wanted to associate with. He knew he would never reach them by condemning them. Hurling insults and accusations at people does not make them want to amend their ways. As a matter of fact, it actually hardens their resolve. The only way to reach people with the message of God's love was to have dinner with them, to enter into fellowship with them. Jesus welcomed those that the world would despise and shun. He welcomed those that he would have had every right to ignore. He entered into relationship with people that were engaged in, acti in activities that he didn't like very much and their lives were changed. Jesus loved the sinner, not the sin. Jesus has told us that he would be with us in the breaking of bread. 
even me and you, notorious sinners that we are, he welcomes to his table. Through his precious body and blood, the holy food that we share with him, he can bring reconciliation and grace. He calls us to fellowship around his table. And he calls us to bring the tax collectors and sinners of our lives. What Jesus wants for you and for me is that we love God with all our hearts, with all our souls, and with all our minds. He desires that we put aside anything that drives us from love and fellowship and be in communion with him. Just as he welcomed sinners and tax collectors, he charges us to do the same. Who are your tax collectors? Who are those people who sin against you and your people? I'd like you to do something with me this morning. Think for a moment about the one person in your life with whom you struggle the most. Each of us have someone that we believe has sinned greatly against us or someone that we love. We all have people in our lives that no matter how much we try, we just can't bring ourselves to like them or convince ourselves to forgive them. I would bet that that person popped into your mind right away. I know that one came immediately to my mind. I'd like you to close your eyes for a moment in silence and just think about that person or persons. Now I want you to do what Jesus did. I want you to invite them to join you for table fellowship. When you come to communion this morning, bring that person with you in your mind. As you receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, lift that person up to God in your mind. Bring him or her into communion with Jesus and with you. Offer that relationship to Jesus at the altar. Tell him that you offer all the feelings that you have for this person to him to be sanctified. And trust this relationship to his care. Release it to him and trust that he can use it for his purposes. Visualize it almost like releasing a dove and watching it fly heavenward. Will you leave the altar this morning feeling nothing but love for the person you offered to Jesus? Probably not. But by bringing that relationship with you into communion with Jesus Christ, you free yourself 
from its burden. By releasing it, you are unencumbered. It no longer has a hold over you. And you can trust that Jesus will indeed sanctify it. The other person probably won't suddenly change so that he or she is now your favorite person. But by releasing it to Jesus, it is now his problem and not yours. You can put the negative feelings aside. You can begin to forgive. You may have to offer this relationship to Jesus more than once. But if you truly release it to him, the relationship will be less strained. And in his time, Jesus will use it for his purposes. Jesus said, I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners. You and I are no less sinners than those with whom we struggle. When we come to break bread with Jesus Christ and enter into communion with him and with one another, we can be assured of his forgiveness. Jesus said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Remember, there is probably someone to whom you are the tax collector. Ask for and expect forgiveness and guidance from the Holy Spirit through the holy meal which we share. Trust in God's never failing love and the great physician will grant you peace. One of the things that I love about this church is I came in, I noticed sidewalk chalk. And I see these beautiful children that are here this morning. That's one of the special things I see about this church. It tells us that we have children here and that we're gonna grow because of sweet little people like you that sing hymns the whole time the service is going on. <laughs> Each of us here at St. Luke's has a responsibility to the beautiful children that God has blessed us with. When they're baptized, we pledge to God and to one another that we would support them in their life in Christ. One of the ways that we support them is by showing them the importance of gathering as sinners around the Lord's table. They must learn from us that when they come together with others around the altar, they will find forgiveness and wholeness. By watching us, they will come to know that regular attendance at the Holy Eucharist will afford them the opportunity to bring the sins and the sinners of their life to the altar as a loving offering to God in Christ. It's one of, one of the ways that they will begin to learn they, that they are precious, loved, and forgiven children of God. Jesus gathers around the table with sinners and tax collectors. He gathers around the table 
with me and with you. May we each experience the joy and the peace that comes from breaking bread with one another and with our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now let us stand and affirm our faith using the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and 